This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 021, Ma, 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 Bell. recorded in April 1973 at the Air Studios in London. Working titles for the song were Auntie, Bev's Trousers, and My Woman. It's the second track on side two of On the Third Day. The song has something in common with Weird Al Yankovic's original recording of My Bologna. In the March 21st, 20-06 issue of Coventry Evening Telegraph, Tony Beard discussed the writing process for Ma 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 Bell. I recall a time at Safford University when me and drummer Bev Bevan were looking for Jeff. When we went into the toilet and heard music, it turned out to be Jeff sitting on the toilet with his guitar writing the song Ma 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 Bell. Not something you forget in a hurry. Along with the standard ELO lineup, T-Rex frontman Mark Bolin made an uncredited appearance playing electric guitar with Jeff on the song. Due to the rules of record companies back then, it was easier to have guest musicians signed with competing labels to secretly record with other musicians. In the liner notes for the 2002 remaster of Electric Light Orchestra 2, Jeff Lynn said, I'd become friends with Mark Bolin when I was with the Idol Race. We used to play the same places now and again. When we were recording ELO 2 at Air Studios in Oxford Circus, in the next studio was Mark Bolin. He used to pop into our sessions for a bit of a jam and a few laughs. I think Mark played on three songs, Ma 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 Bell, Dreaming of 4000, and Everyone's Born. Hello. Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And it's Ma 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 Bell, I Will Get You. Well, it does get you. It does stick in your head for a while. It does. And it's actually not that bad. you got power chords, you got rocking string section, you've got Richard Tandy does what he does best in a lot of cases here. He doesn't go overboard, but he uh, does give this one a bit of a foundation. But it mainly is an exhibition for... Jeff Lynn and uh, his guitar playing and the string section. And for Mark Boland, because he plays guitar with Jeff on this. That is true. Mark Boland does appear quite frequently on the second side of this album. Mm -hmm. And it does stick in your head, and in a good way, not like a crowbar jammed in there, shot through your gourd. I liked it, I always liked it. First heard it on Ole ELO. And uh, yeah, it's a good rockin' song. I got nothing bad to say about it. Although, last week, when I found out that this wasn't the big hit that I thought it was, I thought it charted, it, I mean, didn't make the 40, but I thought maybe it charted and got a lot of airplay and stuff like that. But then when I found out that the B-side got all the attention, I, I, I didn't quite understand why. 
And then while looking up stuff for this song, I came across something that Greg Shaw wrote in the January 31st, 1974 Rolling Stone, where he said it sounds exactly like Jerkin' Crocus by Mott the Hoople. So I looked it up. Yeah, it's pretty dead-on copy, so maybe radio stations said, yeah, we've heard this before, and we didn't play it when it was Mott the Hoople, so let's see what's on the B-side and play that instead. I did notice some similarity with the Mott the Hoople song. It's not exactly an exact copy, but it sounds like a lot of blues-based rock songs from the early 1970s. Except for the strings on it. The strings are really what sets it apart and says this is electric light orchestra as usual. But yeah, for a more hard rocks kind of sound, it really doesn't do anything to set itself apart from everything else that was on the radio at the time. I mean, Ma 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 Bell sounds really close. It's not exactly, but I would say dangerously close to a lawsuit waiting to happen. I don't know if anything happened with it. And yeah, the strings here, I would call these um, hard rock strings. I wouldn't say it's it's classical. These are definitely rock and roll hard rock strings going on here with this song. And the song did actually chart decently in the UK. And it would have only been in the UK where anybody probably would have really drawn the parallel with Jerk and Crocus. Because if you're in the United States, Mata Hoople might as well have recorded one song and then broke up. David Bowie wrote All the Young Dudes, they recorded it, and that was it. That's about it. You might as well just look at it that way when it comes to U.S. radio classic rock programming. You'll never hear another Mott the Hoople song on a classic rock station other than that one. Yeah, and up until now, that's uh, pretty much the only Mott the Hoople song I've ever heard. I don't know if maybe in my life I heard another one. Maybe? But yeah, as far as humanity is concerned... It's all the young dudes is all people know from Mott the Hoople. And as usual, it sounds absolutely nothing like anything else Mott the Hoople does. You get this one hit, and uh, it's kind of like Looking Glass. Brandy is the only song they've ever done that sounds like Brandy. No other song that they've done sounds like their one hit. Who? The sailor say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. back this really doesn't sound too much like most other electric light orchestra stuff either that's the strange thing is that it sounded like everything else that was on the radio at the time but it didn't sound like everything else electric light orchestra was doing which is probably why jeff lynn went ahead and did it yeah but as a single showdown caught people's ears a bit more because even though you can draw some parallels i heard it through the grapevine and i heard kind of where lightning strikes could be in there too but it's still, on its own, it stands as a good song, and it stands apart from everything else. And then this is just, well, it was glam rock at the time, and this fits right in with glam rock, which doesn't surprise me that Mark Bolin had something to do with it as well. And also, there's I've always, reminds me a lot of Do Ya, with the, at least the ELO version that came three years later. It's got the stop-start loud distorted guitars at the beginning, and it's a, a rock and roll guitar loud kind of song, sort of in the same way that Do Ya is. Do Ya and Ma 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 Bell 
In my head, they're both sort of the same song. It does seem like in some ways this was a take two of the moves, do ya? Yeah. Um, and kind of an idea of revisiting that song without actually remaking it. Remaking it was the better idea, to tell you the truth. Was it a hit or was it? Ma 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 Bell, unlike Showdown, was the official single from On the Third Day. It was released in the United States on February 1974 and in the UK on March 9 of 1974. But it only charted in the UK where it reached up to number 22. It became kind of a Rodney Dangerfield of ELO songs, getting no respect, as even in the UK, its flip side, Oh No Not Susan, got a bit more airplay than the front side. And in the US, it didn't even chart. Same with Canada. The song was remade for Mr. Blue Sky, the very best of Electric Light Orchestra, as a bonus track available only on iTunes and recorded in Jeff Lynn's home studio. And it was re-recorded by a band called Earthquake the next year in 1975. And there have also been versions of the song by Earl Slick in 2001 and P. Hux in 2005. Got something to say about Ma 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 Bell? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved it so much, Eric. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. Next week, episode 022, Dreaming of 4000.